Thanks for watching the Paul Farrington Show. Please remember to like, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell, all of the above, and make sure you follow us at Paul Farrington Show on Instagram. Thanks for watching. And welcome into the Paul Farrington Show. We're back after a long hiatus. I was off in Colorado attempting to ski, Ziggy. You should have seen me going down the mountain. It was. I'm, I'm glad summer. I didn't. An ugly. I'm glad summer. I didn't. The uh, the fourth day that we're skiing, uh, I wasn't planning on it, but the, the way it worked out, someone uh, was able to give me their pass. I said, "All right, I'll head up," and uh, I went tumbling down the mountain and landed on my back on top of one of the skis and just got this big bruise. I was like, I, "You know what? I'm done. If, if I'm going on one of these vacations, I'd like to just golf." It's easy. Don't Going have to, to look pool, around this equipment. Warm yep, weather. Pool, yep. sunglasses. Uh, skiing was a lot of fun, but just very tiring. So, uh, unfortunately, it, it happened to coincide with uh, the week leading up to the Super Bowl. But now with the Super Bowl over, we are back. Uh, we're going to break down a little bit about that penalty that everyone's been, everyone's been talking about for a few days. We'll discuss where a couple of the top quarterbacks in the, on the free agent market or the trade market could be going this offseason, including Aaron Rodgers. Andrew might be happy to hear where some of us have him landing. And then uh, we'll end with discussing the top 10 quarterbacks that you'd want or that we would want going into next season to win a Super Bowl. And maybe a little bit of the uh, the most recent Super Bowl odds for next season where the Vikings, uh, I'm not quite happy with where they fall. And Jack is very upset. Oh, with the fuming with where we we're fall. Yeah, oh, kidding yeah. me? So we'll get to that in a bit. But why don't we start with the big game? Chiefs beat the Eagles 38-35, instant classic Super Bowl, tons of fun to watch. Um, but the big conversation coming out of it is the penalty at the end of the game on uh, Bradbury, the Eagles cornerback, holding Juju Smith or maybe not holding Juju Smith. Uh, what were your guys' thoughts, Ziggy? Do you, do you like the call? Do you, first off, do you think it was a penalty? Second, do you like calling it? Look, James Bradbury's right. Letter of the law, that's a penalty, right? Juju Smith-Schuster got up like six yards. Bradbury tugged a little bit. Like, that is a penalty. But at a certain point, if you're a ref, you have to think, you haven't called this all game. Usually refs don't call this. If you call this, the Super Bowl is over, and the ball was uncatchable. Now, it's one thing, right? If it's a tug that, like, takes the ball out of reach and he's not able to catch it, then I get it, because this was a late flag after the play. But after the play's over, you realize he couldn't have caught it. And you sit there and think, do I want to decide the Super Bowl right now? And it's not like you're screwing the Chiefs, right? The Chiefs still get their field goal. The defense still gets a chance to stop the Eagles. I just don't understand the decision that leads you to decide that this is how you want to end the game. Because the game is an instant classic. One of the best Super Bowls of all time up to this point. Deciding to end it on a ticky-tacky maybe penalty? I don't know, Paul. Yeah, what about, what about you? Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, we saw this throughout the game a couple times. Where uh, one time specifically, where Bradbury tugged the jersey of Juju more so than what he did in the last play, yeah, and it right was over, not called the, right over the middle. Of yeah, the field, yeah, right? yes, yeah. and it wasn't called. And it's it's thirty five thirty five. There's two minutes left, and I I don't even think it was a penalty. It, but it like, was even, like, even, it was like, even if it even if it's one thing as like you said, like if if it was a blatant obvious hold. 100% fine. But if you're going to decide the Super Bowl, you're taking the opportunity, uh, the chance away from it being 38-35, two minutes left. Hurts gets the ball back. One of the best endings we'll probably ever see in a Super Bowl for a nonsense little 
BS tug of a jersey. The ball was 10 yards over his head anyway. Yeah, and it's not Ridiculous. a guarantee. It's not a guarantee that the Eagles would score, but I, I think they would have. The way the game was playing out, Hurts was it was one of the best performances. It's funny for if Jaylen it was a Hertz. clear hole, but it wasn't. He, it was it, it was nothing. And I, I don't care if the Eagles would have scored, right? It's it's not about the outcome. Like I don't think the Chiefs were robbed here, right? Or the Eagles were robbed. The Chiefs played well. Both teams, you could argue, deserve the victory. But to not get a chance to see that drive, you know, Frank Clark could have had a career-defining moment. A.J. Brown could have earned the right to trash-talk Juju on Twitter well, instead of uh, whatever he's doing now. play devil's advocate a little bit here. Because um, I agree with you guys. No, no, I agree with you guys. I, I, I think that there are certain plays that they just matter more and you got to allow a few more things to happen. But some people will come out and say, Ziggy, I, and Jack, I hear what you're saying, but a penalty is a penalty. If it's a penalty in the first quarter, it should be a penalty in the fourth. But it wasn't I, I, a penalty in the first But it wasn't. Quarter. It, was, it was sliding all game. Like no, no, That no. wasn't called. Yeah, yeah. But, but if, if, like James Bradbury said, I held him. So by letter but, of the law, it was a hold. So the other one should have been a hold too. That yeah. was more obvious and blatant. Some calls are just missed. Like they're going to throw that. The first, second one, throw the first one. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. So, so there's multiple ways of looking at it. You could say one, be consistent within the game itself. I don't think it was a penalty. Like I, lo- it, I looked it, at that. I, like, really I watched that that play several times again and again as an Eagles backer. Oh, this and, is now, okay. This makes a lot and, more sense now. He says the worst penalty. I know. Even and I was watching the game with with some Chiefs backers, mm. and they were like, you know what? Like even though we had the Chiefs, this was a very anticlimactic, horrible ending. That was a horrible call. I try to put when I'm thinking about these calls and where I I really come down on them. I try to imagine if the Vikings were the culprit um, of the penalty, or if they you know were receiving the uh, the benefit of it. So I do think if I were if, if I was rooting for the Chiefs, if if the, the Vikings were in the Chiefs' place, I would look at that and go, "Wow, like we really got away with one." Oh yeah, and that's when I say, "Okay, I, I would not throw the flag." It's it's the most hopeless feeling ever, you know, for a Jalen Hurts and oh, for the yeah. Eagles' offense to. Not have a chance, and to feel hopeless, and watch the other team take a knee as the clock winds down. Jalen Hurts, yeah. go ahead, Ziggy. You looked like you want to say something. I was going to say is all of this is true, but I still think it's worth keeping in perspective just how much the Eagles' defense let them down. Yeah, especially you know, we're, you're talking their, a team performance all season. You're talking a team that in what I think 19 games got 70 sacks, and they pressured Mahomes like twice. And it's not like the Chiefs have some incredible all-time offensive line either, right? This isn't the 90s Cowboys. You know, you're talking about cornerbacks and safeties not being able to force any turnovers. Like, I think the Eagles players are right when they say that this one play didn't decide the game. There was all sorts of stuff they could have done differently. But, man, it's it stings to lose like this. Oh, there's a lot. I think the Eagles were the overall the better team in this game. But you give Mahomes a defensive touchdown – and you give him a uh, a long return on special teams. Yep. You give the Chiefs those types of things, and you're not going to beat them. Those are the two plays but, but that, that I highlighted. Philly's up by 10 points at the half. Again, whole world of game left. And the Chiefs come right out of the half, march on the field, score a touchdown. I think if Philly holds the Chiefs there and you know, goes to score again, it's wraps. Yeah, and we can play the game of hypotheticals. I, I really think the, the play you just mentioned, the fumble recovery for a touchdown, yep. oh. that was the one. Philly was unstoppable in the first half. The Kansas City defense could do nothing. If they're able to go down and punch that in, again, you can't play hype. That's a 14-point lead. But That's 21-7. Wow. Yeah. You don't have to punch it in. You just have to punt the ball. <laughs> or, yeah, right, right. You can just punt. Yeah. Up by seven, you're punting. Yeah. A I defensive touchdown. In the first half, I thought for sure Philly was going to win the game. 
think great. they were the better team overall. Hurts was phenomenal. He played Mahomes. He was unbelievable yeah. the entire game, except except for the fumble. Uh, I know they only scored 11 points in the second half, but some of the throws he was making and the catches Dallas Goddard was making, it, it was just unbelievable. I, the, the Philadelphia team, they were very good. And I know that sometimes you catch lightning in a bottle. I don't think that's the case. I, I believe this was going to be a really good team for a few years to come, as long as they're able to hold on to, to everyone, um, which which will be a question. I know there's a lot of free agents in Philly, but uh, I was really impressed with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, as Mahomes said, I'll uh, quote him, if there's any doubters left about Jalen Hurts, yeah. there shouldn't be any more. He's got that swag. He has the swagger necessary to be an elite quarterback in football and someone who you can trust. I really, I think he would have gone down the field and scored if he got the ball back. One hundred percent. I really did. I was ready to double down live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking a guy who what he threw for like three hundred yards, ran for eighty, put three yeah. touchdowns up on the ground, got the uh, got the octopus right. He got yeah. eight points for him right there. Like this guy did absolutely everything that was asked of him on the biggest it's, stage possible. And Mahomes, yeah. Mahomes is also great as well. Another really gutsy performance. When he went down for a second there, I knew he was going to stay in the game. It didn't look that bad. But if you were a Chiefs fan, you had, you had to hold your breath. Uh, so yeah. Once again, he's showing just how unbelievable he is. I thought he was, yeah, Eagles were winning. He was faking that injury faking like he was, like he was hurting. And then, yeah, then he was fine. <laughs> no, Mahomes, look, he has a lot of superpowers. I think maybe his number one superpower, dude, throughout his football career, has played through all sorts of injuries. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even bother him. Yeah, I don't know. His, it's, his pain it's tolerance incredible to watch. seems to be great, unless he's, uh, again, jacked up on horse testosterone on the sideline. He might have been. All these guys are. I was, ready to, still him, can't play I was ready to see him coming out of the second half neighing after uh, getting whatever injection in the <laughs> locker room. He did. They marched down the field. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you guys, the quarterback sneak that the Eagles do, I, I heard this This is discussed on uh, a couple of the podcasts. It's the most unstoppable on. play in football it, history. It's unbelievable. Do you, do you like that that's a legal play? That you're able to come up and push Jalen Hurts from behind. Yeah, why not? Well, I know they, they well, used to they used to outlaw. I think I don't know if the NFL did, but in college it used to be an illegal move. But anything um, should go. Anything should go. You're, yeah, you're no, look, like, your we, it's yeah. legal now. It's legal now. Yeah, like we got um, Jawan Bentley, like linebacker for the Patriots, whining that the NFL needs to change the rules. Look, if you've got a team that can just, there are very few teams in the NFL that can execute a QB sneak like the Eagles. Yeah. You need the right kind of quarterback. You need the right kind of big bodies. Great. Yeah, I mean, great offensive line. Jason. Yeah. Kelsey. And look, you're, you're talking about a play that gets you like one yard, right? If we need to outlaw plays that get you one yard, like, what are we doing? Well, I heard Richard Sherman was talking about it. And he said that if you, if you take it from the defensive tackle perspective, he thinks that it's a big injury risk. So you have a lot of weight coming down on you. And, and it's really, it's tough to, you know, you have the running back pushing the quarterback, the center, the offensive line. Then you have guys coming from behind you as well. He just thinks it's an injury risk play. So he actually would outlaw it. And, and I was surprised to hear that because at first glance, it seems, okay, that's kind of soft. It's football. We're talking about a scrum here. But, I, you know, if the NFL is trying to make plays to keep players safe, then it's, it seems like one that should be reviewed a little bit. I mean, do you remember when Patrick Mahomes' kneecap went into his calf on that QB sneak? There's risk. There's risk. Yeah, but like, but like, look, it's there are injuries in football. If we outlaw every play where players are at serious risk of injury, I mean, outlaw throwing in the middle of the field. <laughs> no, I, I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm just in, this is just an interesting point of discussion that I thought Richard brought up. In a sport like football, as physical as it is, there's just as good a chance anybody gets hurt on any play. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't outlaw a, a play that should be perfectly 
allowed and legal. It, a couple of people I was watching the game with who, who don't watch football too regularly were just looking over and saying, why don't they just do that four times every, every single time? They gain three yards. You, uh, yeah. I, no, no, and I know that I know you can't do that, but it was just, it was working. It's a, an unbelievably effective sneak. I know if the yeah, Vikings no, tried I think it's that, totally fine. if the Vikings tried that, Kirk Cousins would be on his back throwing the ball. Th- it, it would be horrendous. It would be very bad. The Steelers wouldn't try it. We'd give the ball behind the line of Najee, it gets stuffed. Yeah, that's no, what we yeah, did. You wouldn't try it. The, <laughs> I just say, I became a really big uh, Jason Kelsey fan over the past couple of weeks. I, I haven't watched his podcast too much, but it's, it's one of the bigger ones. I think it's number one in sports right now. But the way that, uh, with all the media attention on him, the way that he was handling losing and talking to his brother, and just, he seems like a super cool dude. I think he's oh, gone yeah. up there, and my maybe maybe one of my favorite players that I would want to get a beer with in the NFL. Oh, one thousand percent. Yeah. Let's not forget, he completely saved Travis Kelsey's career too. A lot of people don't know this. Please. When Travis oh, Kelsey was uh, when Travis Kelsey was in college, you know, so Jason Kelsey basically brought him to the University of Cincinnati. Travis Kelsey uh, couldn't stay off the weed, so <laughs> Cincinnati kicked him off the team. Oh, he was an yeah, 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 and not just ineligible for the season. They were going to completely get rid of him. And Jason Kelsey came in. He lobbied with the coach. He lobbied with the athletic director. He lobbied with the president or dean of the university to get him back on. They said, all right, but the condition is you've got to live with your brother. So they ended up staying together for two years. He got Travis Kelsey back on the right path, and the rest is history. But, like, if it's not for Jason Kelsey – Travis Kelsey never plays professional football. You never get to see one of the best tight ends of all time. The funny thing story, is, the funny thing is, I knew, of course, that Travis played at Cincy. I had no clue that Jason was on the same team at, oh, at Cincinnati. Yeah, they never played together. They weren't actually on the field together at the same time, but they were on the same team. I think it was. Yeah, and I did Travis not know that. Ineligible. Yeah, I did not know that. No, it, that, that's funny. a cool story, Ziggy. I didn't know that. Uh, you know, we should do that. Later in the offseason, as we're trying to get topics, I think a top five players that you would want to grab a beer with is is a good list there. I have my number one. I, I have my number one. I don't know if I... Wait, uh, do you want to share it now or well, should we wait? Wait, does this include former players? Yeah, I was, mine's a former player, too. Oh, interesting. Uh, mine's a former, former player, player too. When we do it, I think we should say only active players. So go ahead. What who, who what former player would you grab a beer with? OJ Simpson. Oh, <laughs> right, we're doing this again? We're well, doing this well, again? Well, <laughs> wait, that was mine, too. I've... I've got some insight on who the real killer is. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah. that was, I've been was... doing some detective work for my boy OJ. I had the same answer. Mine was Big Ben. Mine was Big Ben. Jeez, I'm like, gosh, wow! You guys can't choose uh, two more upstanding individuals, can you? Well, OJ hey, was never convicted of uh, uh, yeah. never convicted of a crime oh, except God. for uh, armed robbery. Oh my god! All right, um, why don't we? Uh, and then, real quick, actually, while, while we're talking about the Eagles, we'll, we'll just mention uh, that two of their both of their offense, um, sorry, both of their coordinators received head coaching positions today. Um, we have, I'm, let, me, let me just get the names here, with the Cardinals, uh, defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon. He'll be taking over that shit show in Arizona. And uh, in Indianapolis, Shane Steichen, I think, I believe it's Steichen, he'll uh, take over the Colts, and it looks like they're going to be making a move up for a quarterback in the draft, according to Jim Irsay. Did you see that, Ziggy? Yeah, I mean, of course they are. Steichen going back yeah. to Indianapolis you know, like you got to love the, the Colts and Eagles are so parasitic on each other, right? The Colts hire Frank Reich from Philadelphia <laughs> and then send their offensive coordinator to uh, Philly to yeah. be the head coach. And now it's the other way around. It just a tribute, there. tribute nice. question for you, though. Go ahead. Keep going, guys. I, I'm, 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 I'll get by watching the game at the moment. There's eight seconds left. but You guys carry on. Then I'll hop back do in. You, all right? 
Do you know when the last time a team lost both their coordinators in one offseason was? Oh, I actually do. I have these. St- I, look, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look because I, I have it right in front of me. Um, I believe it was the Arizona Cardinals in 2016. Nope. No, 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 no. When they lost both their coordinators. Oh, I, I think I'm gonna one up your trivia right here, Ziggy. The car. No, 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 it's not the Cardinals. The Falcons. I'm sorry. The Falcons lost their both their coordinators in 20. 20- 15 or the, 16? The Broncos, post-Super Bowl. I think it was Kyle Shanahan went to the Niners, and their other their D coordinator got fired. The Broncos, post-Super Bowl, is my guess. All right, you're good. I should have been more clear. Do you know when the last time a team lost both coordinators to head coaching gigs was? No, I do. I literally, I see it, right? I have, oh, but if I said their defensive coordinator just got fired. Well, the Falcons coordinator got fired after blowing the 28-3 to lead. But yeah. two coaches who got hired, I can tell you, um, I'm looking Jack, at Jack, do you know? Why don't you guess, Jack? No, I, I mean, I, I couldn't. I have zero idea. It was know. the 1994 49ers. You could give me a million guesses. I would have never got that. They lost Mike Shanahan to the Broncos and Ray Rhodes to the Eagles. So I looked into it a little bit, Ziggy. And because Shanahan, you know, everyone knows how, how successful he was with Denver. And um, and Shanahan with the, the Falcons, who lost both the coordinators. Shanahan, obviously, wildly successful with the Niners. And the defensive coordinator... He were, I think he became the Chargers linebackers coach. Um, so I was curious. I was looking. I was like, okay, Ray Rhodes, this other coordinator for the 49ers. Like, let's see how successful he is. Um, he did okay. But I think the pattern that I'm picking up on is now one of these two guys for the Eagles is going to go on to be a legendary coach. And I'm just not sure. I'd lean in favor of uh, the Colts with Shane Steichman. I just like that situation better. But if we're following the, pa- the records... I think the Colts are hoping that history repeats itself and the offensive coordinator goes on to be great. Yeah, yeah. So that that could uh, that could be a little pattern that we might have to pay attention to as the offseason or as the years go on. Um, you heard it here first. If Shane Steichman becomes an all-time great coach, we uh, we were on to that. Right here in the Paul Farrington show. Right here. What, what's the situation with uh, – have you won your bet, Jack? There's five seconds left. Creighton has the ball to tie a game. And oh. – uh, it is going overtime. It's going overtime. All Excellent. right. Excellent. Well, there you go. The, uh, the, the hardwood hammer in live time. Is still, live uh, action. Yeah, live updates here. Uh, of course, people, by the time they're watching this, uh, the game will be over. Yeah, and but the they get to they see this, uh, the know degeneracy. That, know that Providence blew a four-point lead in the final minute and a half, too. Yeah, you know. don't know that. Well, uh, let's do a little quarterback carousel action here. We'll talk uh, about a, a, four quarterbacks and where we think they're going to end up. Oh, I like this. I'm ready for this. Oh, this is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Let's you ready, start. You ready? Right, why don't we start with the big fish, Aaron Rodgers? Z, uh, would, would either of you guys like to start? You want to start, Ziggy? Uh, you want me to go? My prediction is uh, falling into a bottomless pit during his darkness retreat. <laughs> Did you see about the darkness retreat? That he he's getting in a fight online with uh, Rappaport and Schefter because they said it started this weekend, and Rodgers went on Pat McAfee say they don't know shit about him. That actually, it's starting on Thursday. Thank you very much. So, so what? What actually is he doing? I didn't read the so entire. Here's, here's what, he's, what doing. he's doing. He's going into like a room or a house of some kind that is going to be completely dark for four days. With no. And there's going to be a like a prison cell. There's going to be a little food slit, and he's going to get like three meals a day. And other than that, he's going to have no interaction with anyone. Why? No phone, no social media, or anything? No, no. He's just there to think about his future. The Packers got to be so sick of this. No, he's going to New York. <laughs> uh, dude, I so love tired of that. I, I think Aaron Rodgers is hysterical. Do you want to hear what I think? I mean, New York. New York is probably where he will end up, but I am not totally surprised if he goes and and reunites with Devontae in Vegas. Those are two for me as well. Uh, no, I would be. You don't like that, Ziggy? 
The Raiders are not one player away. They, the Packers are going to ask for a first-round pick for Aaron Rodgers, and I think from the Jets at least can probably get it. Oh, I forgot the, you hate the Raiders. They, you, you no, the, the, Raiders. the Raiders have had a like bottom five defense pretty much every year except one for the past six years. The offense is good, but I don't see I don't see this team as one piece. So we've seen Aaron Rodgers and what he does with mediocre to bad defenses. I, getting him doesn't help the team's future. The like Ziegler and uh, no relation. Yeah, no, like they're they're not worried about their jobs. I can't see them going for one year of Aaron Rodgers. The Jets, on the other hand, desperate enough. I think he goes to the Jets as well. I saw some Tannehill rumors to the Jets though too. That would be I, yeah, but uh, Andrew, Andrew would kill someone if Ryan Tannehill became the Jets quarterback. He would tear MetLife to the ground yeah. brick by brick. <laughs> I um I also agree. I think Rodgers goes to New York. I do think the Raiders though are an interesting situation because if I were if I were in Vegas' shoes, I would I would go all in on Rodgers. I just don't like what do you what do you want to I mean, do? You, are you going to go and get Jimmy Garoppolo and have him come in and do do no, nothing? You draft for you? you draft a rookie. Yeah, no, no, drafting the rookie oh. is the, the other thing to do. But the, the team around Devontae Adams is getting older. Darren Waller is injury prone. I, I guess you blow it up then, right? I think you do. You hold on to like maybe Adams, maybe Crosby. Well, how that, old is Devontae now? That offense he's would be 30? thirty. So he's still he's 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 a young thirty. He turns thirty in December. He'll be thirty all in next season. You can wait a, a year or two. So yeah, so you're banking on probably hitting on it's got it's going to be Levis or Anthony Richardson unless you trade up. They can easily trade up though. So if you were if you were in Vegas' shoes, would you would you you draft a quarterback? You say, but which which one would you go for? I don't think they can move up to one. I think Not that's going to be too costly. I'd move up to three, take Levis, Stroud, or Richardson, whoever you like the most. That's going to fall to you. Well, I think Stroud. I think Stroud will be out of there. I guess it depends. Some people like Levis, but yeah. So you okay? So you you'd go the path of rookie. I just the Raiders haven't had a homegrown guy in years. Like, but they've had Derek Carr, but he hasn't been it for them. I don't. This team's not one quarterback away from the Jets. You can sell me. They've got an elite defense. They've got tons of skill positions. I think the Raiders should be out of the quarterback market except for free agents. They can't afford to lose draft picks. They need so many holes. I mean, that that offense with Aaron Rodgers would be unbelievable. And in the AFC West... Jack's licking his lips over here. In the AFC West, like you need points. Points, points, points. Chiefs, Chargers. Well, you know what Ziggy says? Ziggy would say you need defense. You need I, both. I think you got to win shootouts. I think you got to win shootouts. I, look, if I, were, if I were Vegas, I would go after Rodgers. I think he's just going to wind up with the Jets. Um... I do think Jimmy Garoppolo has a good chance. He's another co- quarterback on our list. Here. Let's I think talk Garoppolo, about Jimmy Garoppolo. We, uh, we've, we've talked to Rodgers. He's going to New York. Uh, I can see guy? Jimmy Garoppolo going to the Raiders. I know where Jimmy G is going. He's going to Tampa. Tampa? Yeah. Yeah, I think if he fits the Tampa system beautifully. Okay. He got good weapons there. Um, I like him going to the Raiders. Uh, I just think that Josh McDaniels sees him as a good bridge quarterback. If they got Jimmy Garoppolo, Ziggy, what kind of deal do you think he's looking at? Do you think he could get Jimmy for a, a two-year contract? I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be offered more than a one-year deal. Yeah, Here's so, why. Yeah, I think that a lot of people see Jimmy Garoppolo as the guy who led the 49ers to a Super Bowl in an AFC champ- or an NFC championship. If I'm a GM, I, I think a lot of guys are thinking this. I'm seeing a guy who like struggled and then was immediately outplayed by Mr. Irrelevant. Mm-hmm. But Brock Purdy looked good. Right, but he completely transformed that offense almost immediately. 
compared to like a traditionally hard offense. Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't get it done with the kinds of skill weapons you're getting in San Francisco. I'm very low on him. He keeps getting injured yep. and missing a lot of time. I think he's looking at a one year, maybe 15 to $20 million. Hey, that's not so bad, right? It's not bad. I mean, I, I said the Bucks too, because that division is just so terrible. Well, he'd be and, the best quarterback. And, in the yeah, NFL, like so. with, with, with Jimmy G, the Bucks are, a, I, he's good enough where they're a clear favorite in the NFC South. Well, who are you thinking, Ziggy? I think you say Derek Carr is going to be the best quarterback. Yes. In okay. Well, well, yeah. We'll, we'll get, get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there but... Oh, so okay. 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 Well, okay, okay, Garoppolo, okay. though, the reason I like him to the Raiders is I think Josh McDaniels. Again, Josh McDaniels was a big advocate for him in New England. Uh, he could, he might be able to come in for one year. You could still draft a quarterback and have him have him sit and learn. And eventually, if he replaces Jimmy during the season, you know, fine. Okay, you, your quarterback's doing well. Um, I I do like so I like Garoppolo to, to Vegas. I also think a couple other places that uh, interest me are Tennessee and maybe even Houston. Tennessee could be an interesting one. Right now I'm going I'm going Rodgers to Vegas, Tannehill to the Jets, and uh, um, Oh, we'll get there in a second. Yeah, Ziggy, what's your, what's your final on Jimmy Garoppolo? Honestly, I think the Raiders sign him to a cheap deal. If not the Raiders... Yeah, I'll go with that. Raiders sign him to a cheap deal, draft a quarterback to sit behind him. All right, so we're in agreement. Uh at the golden rule of the show, Paul's uh, Paul's always right. Ziggy's sometimes right, sometimes wrong, and our old friend Will Coots is always wrong. So in this case, yeah, Ziggy Ziggy seems to be right. Uh, why don't we talk about <laughs> if Will Coots listens to this, he'll enjoy that. Coots, uh, Derek Carr. Coots an Oak State guy, right? He's a, he's a Cowboys fan, isn't he? Yes, he he's an Oak State guy. They big game tonight. Uh, speaking of the Raiders, Derek Carr. Where uh, where do you like him going, Ziggy? One team put together a trade package for Derek Carr, the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. All the Saints players are going to Twitter to talk about him. Look, I think the reason Carr didn't want to get traded is because the Saints actually couldn't make the cap work with his contract. I think Carr's going to go there cheap. It's the team that offers him the best chance to win now of like any of the options that are available. And, you know, he's still got some years left. I think he signs there for a multi-year deal as the starter. And the Saints try their hands at getting a uh, West Coast quarterback as a free agent coming off a disappointing season yet again. I'm going to stick in the division. Have you? Is it at all possible Derek Carr goes to Carolina? Yeah, of course it's sure. possible. Sure. Um, yeah. Hold on, I'm watching. Uh, so, yeah, you got, you got, who do you got? You're, I mean, he's not going to with Sam Darnold, obviously. And then you got Matt Corral, injury prone. You don't, know how he's, you don't know how he is. You get Derek Carr in Carolina, they're probably the NFC South favorite. I think whoever depending Derek Carr on, would depending go on to, who Tampa gets. Yeah, I, I really do think whoever Derek Carr went to in that division would probably be the favorite. He'd run a good offense. Because he would be he would be the best quarterback in the NFC South, barring something absurd happening with Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers, like something absolutely ridiculous happening with one of those quarterbacks. I mean, Colin was just they were they came out of the final season. They were in contention the whole season for the mm-hmm. NFC South. You give him Derek Carr. I um, got a good number of weapons there. Fine enough. Right. And what? let's not forget, the Panthers are able to put together about a league average defense, despite having arguably the worst quarterback play in the entire league. Like, th- this is a team that's got a lot of ways to go up. You know, DJ Moore perennially slept upon. Yep. Mm-hmm. If they can get Derek Carr without spending draft capital, get some good guys around him, defense continues to improve. There's a lot to like about this team. D- yeah. DJ Moore is awesome, but I, I will never draft him in fantasy. Ever. No, he's the worst ever. You seem yeah. like the third round. Like, oh, DJ Moore, here no, he is. No, never. Never. I, I mean, I guess this plays perfectly into his perennial, perenni- perennially slept on uh, status that Ziggy says here. I got Derek Carr going to the Buccaneers. 
I um, but we all have NFC South. NFC South, all right. But I, I I just see him fit in nicely with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, that Leonard Fournette's there. It's an attractive place. Um, I I think he would be okay. I th- I don't think that Derek Carr makes him a Super Bowl contender, but I do think that he'd make them good enough to win the NFC South. Not not that Tom Brady. Uh, well, I think was that Derek bad Carr... this season. Just I think that Derek Carr comes in and, and they're still the best team in the division. Can you imagine at the beginning of last offseason someone tells you that the only sure starter in the NFC South is Desmond Ritter? Oh, I mean, he's not even a sure starter. They, but he's the they, closest thing. Yeah, but that's it's just crazy. crazy. That, that that division is an absolute mess right now. People are sleeping. You, if you've got Pitts and London and thinking get the defense together – the Falcons could be one of those sleeper teams that enters these quarterback negotiations. All, all the teams are very similar to me right now. I think that they're in, in fairly similar positions here. Atlanta's a little bit more behind, I would say. But uh, but they've got the offensive weapons that none of these other teams do. Sort, sort of. I don't know. What you, you, who, 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 they have Pitts and, and what? You London. Like, yeah, London. Yeah. Drake London know. played well last year. No, London was good, and he's young, and I, the running game was awesome with the yeah, well, like, Alexander like, Patterson. Who else? Right? Well, We're I don't talking... know. It depends. Tampa Bay. Some people might might like Godwin and Evans there, even though Evans didn't have a great season. The and that Bucks line Thomas. needs some work. The Bucks line needs some work. The, the Saints, Camara, Thomas, Olave. That that's not so bad. Whoever, if Derek Carr went to any of those teams right now, would when you say they're the favorite to win the division? Yeah. Okay. Last thing I got to say about the NFC South. People say Mike Evans had an offseason year, year. Maybe that's right, but somehow he put together his ninth thousand yard season yeah, in a he, row. He, still he is Mister Reliable, right? Even in 2017, when he had 1,001 yards, this man refuses to go under a thousand. Well, didn't he have it's, one game this year with like 300? <laughs> he went for like 210 against the Panthers. Yeah. Oh, I he remember that game. Yeah, he popped. Yes, right? he fantasy, popped off. Semifinal or championship? One of when the they games. beat Carolina to clinch the division, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. He was he won the game of nine hundred. He said, "Screw it, I'm putting up two hundred <laughs> yards. We're winning this game." I think just Carolina, no one in NFL history has ever come close to this kind of a streak. To it's start an awesome record. Career. I think I think I mean if you give Tampa Derek Carr, I think he's better than Brady was this past year, like a thousand percent. You do? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, a lot of a lot of the Tampa beat reporters I've read that they say that the issue in Tampa was not Brady this season. I don't think it was either, but I, th- I still I don't I don't think Brady was really all that good. He didn't impress me at, at all. Uh, think, Carr, yeah, he, I, he was okay. This I think season. Carr now being much younger, sometimes uh, a change of pace, new too. environment. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I, I like Paul. Paul, who's the next QB on the list? All right, so we got uh, we got two more, and I, I I'm gonna loop them together because I, I believe we're all gonna have the same answer here. Uh, Lamar Jackson and Geno Smith. Do you see either of them leaving their current destination? Uh, definitely not Geno Smith. Uh, I think he's. I think he's staying in Seattle. Do you think uh, Seattle? I, Seattle is what the fifth pick or sixth pick in the draft right now from Denver. Yeah. Why uh, would I they? Believe. Do you think that they go might go quarterback though while keeping Gino? Like it's an interesting situation there because do you, how how long do you sign Geno for? I think Geno earned his stripes. Would you sign him? Uh, would you sign him to a three year deal? Yeah. Why? Why, why, why not? Why wouldn't yeah. you? I think he earned his stripes. Okay. Got into the playoffs. You, you, so you believe? Oh, you're you've been a fan of him all season. I, I'm a Gino guy, but I'm in his first year starting now in a long time, and it takes you to the, the playoffs. Would you? I, mean, I, to I remember him, the first he? episode. We all said Seattle's gonna be the worst team in the NFC. Yeah, and went to the playoffs. No, he had a great season. Would you attach yourself to Gino Ziggy? You want to hear my crazy take, Paul? Yeah, I, I think Lamar's to. going to Seattle. All right, I like this. <laughs> the <laughs> Seattle offensive coordinator went into Baltimore twice to interview for the offensive coordinator job. 
but he's a longtime buddy of Pete Carroll. I don't think they ever thought he was going to leave. I think it was there to scout out Lamar Jackson, see how people were feeling about him. So I can you abs- see a Gino for Lamar swap. You said plus, Gino, plus obviously and, for other stuff for other well, things. You said Gino in the number five over for Lamar Jackson. I'm not sure Baltimore says no. I think Baltimore would say yes. I would say yes too. I don't think, one, John, I don't think yeah. John Harbaugh wants to pay him. I yeah, say I don't yes think, too. But that, that doesn't sound like a crazy trade. Pete Carroll, you know how much he loves run heavy offenses. Put Lamar Jackson in there. The Imagine fans will go crazy. Walker, the defense Lamar is Jackson. Good. Oh, I'd buy into it. Man, that's fun. I like that. I like that. Zig. I think I think that that's a fun scenario right there. And one one that I don't think is actually that unrealistic. It depends on the cap space here and there. But uh, no, the, both teams can afford to make this deal because neither quarterback actually has a deal. Mm-hmm. You can easily just set up the money with an extension for both of them, such that it's pretty trivial. My my guess right now, I, I love that. I think that's a really fun answer. My guess right now is that both of them stay. I think Lamar, the contract probably gets worked out. Maybe not as much as he wants. I think John Harbaugh is probably not too happy about it. Uh, And then Geno Smith, I don't think he's ever going to be the guy in Seattle. So if it were up to me, I I would probably go and draft a quarterback. Jeez, Walker, um, DK, and Lamar. That would be fun. Man. But I think Seattle is looking at the situation. Like teams, they they don't want to let go of quarterbacks. And Gino had a good year, so I think they're going to give him a contract. I personally wouldn't, but uh, that's that's the way I see it unfolding. I do like that trade situation, though. I, I actually think that's a real possibility, Ziggy. No one's talking about it right now, but the cards are sort of lining up. It yep. makes sense for both teams of how they've approached things. We know Seattle is not afraid to give ridiculous deals to quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And they're not, they're not afraid to go and make absurd trades. With, uh, with Ashton Jackson... In the Pacific Northwest, the salmon capital of the world. I don't know if that's true. Um, are they the NFC West favorites? No, no. Still stand for San anything? Francisco. Yeah. Actually, if Purdy's not healthy to start the season, which is possible, like say they Seattle gets a four or five game head start before Purdy comes back. When Purdy isn't it Probably. six months? I thought he's supposed to be back in June. But anytime you're talking about surgery on the UCL, things can go very wrong, right? Like yeah. we've seen. Like in baseball, you know, sometimes guys are help, ready to go six, seven months. Sometimes it takes over a year before they're like ready to start throwing. This is like this surgery will work. It's got a very high success rate, but getting back in a few months, never a guarantee with the old Tommy John. Yeah. I mean, Seattle with Lamar versus a uh, a second year QB who might have been a flash in the pan. You never know. I'm going to say Seattle's the a better second team. year QB who lost one game in like 10, including the playoffs. I know, I know. I I, I like that. I, I I'm interested to see if that could happen. I I really like that trade, Ziggy. I I think that I would take it if I were both in both situations. Yeah, I would too. So hey, it Man, could happen if it does. Lamar. I don't want to pay Lamar two hundred fifty million dollars though. Gun he's in my great, head. Gun in my head. I think he's probably staying in Baltimore though. Okay. Gun in my head. Yeah, okay. But look, if he's traded to the Seahawks, you heard it here first. No one's talking about this, but it makes a world of sense. Sometimes in the offseason, you gotta have a little fun. Uh, speaking of a little fun in the offseason, top 10 quarterbacks. We mentioned it before. I, I, I'm going to list mine first. My top 10 quarterbacks that I would want. Eight seconds in OT, tie eight game. Eight seconds in OT, tie yeah. game. Five, Who four, ball? Creighton ball. Three, two, one. Double, double OT. Double OT. We're being, you're being strung <laughs> along live. The, the hardwood <laughs> hammer is. My, my, my heart is racing a thousand miles an hour. You wouldn't know it. You'd have no idea. I'm keeping are, calm I'm, here. This, this is why he's wearing the shades inside. Yeah, you'd have no clue. My heart is pounding right now. <laughs> You're getting the live updates of Jack reacting to the game. 
Again, you will know what happened by the time you're watching this, but just uh, just know that Jack Another four-point lead, no team Another four-point lead was long. <laughs> uh, so the way we're going to rank these quarterbacks here, I believe Ziggy and I have a list, and then Jack will comment on them and perhaps choose the winner if he feels like it. Ah, yeah, of course. Uh, we're going to say I'm all ears. the top 10 quarterbacks that we would want if we wanted to win the Super Bowl next year. So not based on their situations, just who we would want to win a Super Bowl. I'll go first. Obviously, number one, Patrick Mahomes, MVP of the league. Uh, gutsy, tough, every single GOAT conversation, whatever you want about Hall of Fame resume at age 27. Yep, yep. Patrick Mahomes, number one. Number two, I'm going to go with Joe Burrow. I, uh, I, I think that this guy surpassed <laughs> stop, stop. Josh Allen this year. Two straight AFC Championship games. Mahomes' biggest rival. Uh, he went into Buffalo and beat Josh. Uh, this guy's a winner. We, we, on this show, I've said multiple times, I think he's unbelievable. Uh, give me Burrow at two. Three, I'm going to put Josh Allen. I know that a lot of people are down on him. He didn't have as good a year as he was expected to have. He wasn't as good as he was last season. Uh, but I just think this guy, way too much talent, way too much uh, of an anomaly at the position to pass up on. Uh, if I wanted to win a Super Bowl, I put him at three. Four, and this is where I started to get a little, a little indecisive. I'm going to go with Justin Herbert. Just too much raw talent. And the potential there for an explosive season. What, what are we going into? Are we going into year four now of Herbert? Yeah, but year four. Boy, the Chargers let him down. Yeah, the no, the Chargers. Again, if this was a ranking based on how I think they'll perform with their team next season, I actually might bump Herbert a little lower. But just based on pure raw talent, give me Herbert at four, five. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. I think that he still has a little magic uh, and, and a lot of talent left in in that gas tank. Uh, he came out and said, obviously, he, he believes in himself, but he said he can play at an MVP level still. I think with a new environment, uh, some some better weapons around him. Again, most of the season he was playing with rookie receivers who were injured, who, who weren't running the right routes. Uh, in the right environment, I still think Aaron Rodgers can be very, very good. Six, Jalen Hurts. This guy, in my opinion, if he didn't get injured, I think he should have won the MVP award. I'd put him too. He's unbelievable. I I think Hertz is a great player. Improved as a passer a lot this season. Uh, Sixteen and two in games where Jalen Hurts started this season. The Eagles were seven. And I know Ziggy's high on this guy. Trevor Lawrence now uh, ended the season with a fifteen to two touchdown to interception ratio in his final nine games. The Jaguars went seven and two. Oh, he balled out. I love maybe, that. Maybe yeah, no one was hot, uh, like very few quarterbacks were as hot as Trevor Lawrence to end the season. Uh, and I think he does carry a lot of that momentum into next year. I'm just not as high as a lot of people who are putting him as a top five quarterback in football. Uh, eight, Lamar Jackson. Uh, I I'm have ups and downs with how I feel about Lamar, but there's just, when he's on, again, MVP level player who can just take over a game. The injury concerns are there, though. Nine, I'm going to go with Matthew Stafford. Uh, forgotten player this season because of the injuries and the disappointment for the Rams, but it was just one year ago we were talking about him as one of the best quarterbacks in football and a Super Bowl champion. And then, at number 10, Kirk, primetime Cousins. I, uh, I, I'm thinking about other quarterbacks I could put here. Tua. Take it. Goff was playing really well at the end of the year. Dak. But Paul. Justin Fields is explosive. But so, look, Kirk Cousins, Paul. I'm telling you, Kirk Cousins, you put him in the right environment, you give him a defense, which the Vikings did not have, if you protect him, he's a great, great passer. and He's extremely accurate. I thought he carried the Vikings most of the season, uh, him and Justin Jefferson. So I, I have no problem at all listing Kirk Cousins 
as the 10th best quarterback in the NFL. So what I'm doing here while listening to you, you and Ziggy say your top 10 rankings is I'm disregarding the situation completely, as you said. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing my Steelers, right, with a all-star defense, superstar weapons, all the nine yards, and who I'd rather have, who I'd, who I'd have as my quarterback is what I'm processing here in my sure, head. Sure, sure. Yeah, sure, it's to reasonable. Me, yeah, to help me, you know, analyze. Kirk Cousins would annihilate people with that. I think he'd be, yeah, I think he'd be very good. He'd be awesome. Now, of course, again, there's a lot of good candidates there, but I, I, I like Kirk, and I, th- I don't think that he gets nearly as much credit as he should. He gets way, t- way too much blame, too. All right, Ziggy, go ahead. That's, uh, that, that's my top ten right there. All right, Ziggy, let's hear it. Top three, very easy, Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, just like you said. Mm-hmm. Number four, we got Justin Herbert. Okay. Number five, we got Trevor Lawrence. This is, uh, I fully believe, in AFC supremacy. <laughs> Just outside the top five, looking in, number six, Jalen Hurts. You know, very good quarterback. Awesome guy. Love to watch him play. <laughs> awesome guy. Yeah, you know. He does seem like a great, super great nice story. Too. Good leader. Great leader. Yeah, I mean, the fact that he stayed at Alabama for that year instead of transferring out really tells you a lot about him. Was ready to save the season. But that's number six. You know, number seven, we got Tua. Okay. Very good quarterback. Number eight, we got Lamar Jackson. Number nine, Jared Goff. And number 10, people are not going to see this one coming, but I'm telling you, I think it's his year next year. Bryce Young, quarterback of wherever he is. I think he's going to have a great season to start his career. Just outside, I've got Justin Fields looking in. Aaron Rodgers, he's all right. But eight of my top 10 are AFC If you wanted to win a Super Bowl... You're putting Bryce Young ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Yes, I think that. <laughs> no, so look, if we were considering their performance last year, I think this is right. But I truly believe next year we will see the cliff that is Aaron Rodgers. Because look, it falls apart. how many NFL playoff games has Bryce Young choked? None. How many time playoff games has Aaron Rodgers choked? <laughs> Almost every single one he's been in since the Super Bowl. I just don't trust this guy to I win. Mean, the three toughest games in Bryce Young's career being the championship – at LSU and at Tennessee, he's 0-3. I mean, so there's there's no way I'm putting him as top 10 when he's Super Bowl in the NFL. Let me no ask way. you, Ziggy. Um, honestly, the, the Bryce Young one, I think it's an interesting take because he, he could be good. I think it's absurd to put him in the top 10. But um, Tua at 7, what was your reasoning behind that? Here's my reasoning I, I, I for Tua, Tua at 7. So look, I think Tua's problem is health. Mm-hmm. Look, he has not been only, but we're not really considering that. The fact is, is Tua has shown that what he can do is, in all sorts of situations, deliver the ball on time and accurately. Does that make him the best quarterback in the league? No. But what that means is you've got a guy who's consistent and reliable and very good at his job. Right, He threw, what, like 26 touchdowns to eight interceptions. He ran when he needed to. He put up like 3,700 yards in 13 games. Like... I get that he's got good weapons around him. This has made him look better. But I think with Tua, you're just getting Mr. Reliable. And that's enough to put you in the upper quartile of quarterbacks, I think. Not elite, not the best guy in the league, but very, very good. And I think that's the minimum you need to win a Super Bowl. Anyone below him, I think, doesn't have much of a chance. Okay. I, I, uh, I like Ziggy's ranking in terms of Jared Goff a little bit more than Matthew Stafford. And I also think that you guys are crazy not putting Hurts in the top four. I mean, what, after what we what we saw him do 
with great weapons, a great defense, took him to a, a 16 wins in a Super Bowl. No, he, he's incredible. He, you know what we saw him do? He was four on my list for a while. Like, I, I can buy, thinking. of course, you know, Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, yep. fine. I don't know how you don't put Jalen Hurts at four. Like, I wouldn't put Lawrence over Hurts. No, I, I had Lawrence a little bit behind. Again, the people love Trevor Lawrence. He's going to oh, be the sweetheart good. of the offseason. Yeah, I think he's good. I, uh, the reason that I had Hurts behind Herbert and Aaron Rodgers is I just think that those two guys, both of them are ex- unbelievable passers, uh, like gifted passers. Herbert with his size and strength, and Rodgers just, of course, we know the accuracy and everything. Um, so I, I think that they're both better th- throwers of the ball than Jalen Hurts. Again, his running game's unbelievable. But those two guys can be in a different atmosphere. I mean, in today's NFL, though, and I was always against this. Today's NFL, you have to have legs. You got to be able to scramble. You got to be able to do both things. No, Hurts was great. And Hurts does that better than everybody in the league. The Super Bowl, the Super Bowl performance. He again, people are only talking about it right now because it was the Super Bowl and they all watched him. He's been doing that all season. Yeah, he's been the best he's quarterback been, in the league. He's been, he's been the best in the league was, all season. Again, would have been my MVP. Had he stayed healthy, and I actually may have even voted for him. I know Mahomes is phenomenal all season, but this guy was just so good. Um, I have him at six. Yeah, I, I just have him at six. I put him at, at, at four. Okay. But you agree on the top three? Yeah, yeah I, I do. I, I, I do also agree I'd probably slide Burrow in number two now ahead of Josh Allen. Okay. Uh, Allen's probably three. I put Hurts at four. Uh, I, I'd probably put Lawrence at five. Again, top of my head, I'm just... I'm just Thinking of what I I don't have a list pre made, um, I don't really know from there. Yeah, no, but from the, well, where do you like Rogers? I, do you I think like Rogers fits in. Rogers probably six or seven. Okay, Lamar, Lamar's uh, Rogers maybe six, Lamar seven, and then you got a bunch of those guys. I like Jared Goff. I mean, I'm oh, picturing Jared Goff. What, what he did, he did a great end of the year. What Jared yeah. Goff did, I mean, he ran an explosive offense for most of the year with a terrible defense. I mean, you give Jared Goff and- a good defense. Yeah, and let's be clear, that Lions offense, it's like they had some good players, right? They had Amon Ross St. Brown, they had Jamal Williams, but it's not like we're not talking like a Miami situation where you've got two of the top 10 receivers in the league. He ran explosive offense despite not having the absolute best stuff around him, which I think has shown he's grown beyond the need for like Sean McVay and a million weapons. Yeah, yeah, no, he had a, he had a great end of the season. Again, yeah, injury concern with Tua. But I mean, it, let's say he never got hurt, right? But to put it put it all behind him, he's probably top five, top six. Um. So then you would have two. Uh, I probably have two and nine. nine. Yeah, nine. Dak at ten, maybe. Or Kirk. Yo, you Kirk, the, no, no, I'm sorry. Kirk, you're the Kenny Pickett. Kirk, yeah, Pick is probably like twelve yeah. or thirteen. <laughs> okay. All right. I I don't I don't mind any of the lists. I I, th- I think the Bryce Young take is one that we're gonna have to monitor, and and we'll see. Here's, uh, I forgot Herbert. Here's, six or seven. Here, here's the last question I got for y'all though. Yeah. On this thing is where do you think your cutoff is for quarterbacks who can win you a Super Bowl? And I don't necessarily mean carrying the team on their back. I think that cutoff's at like four, but good enough that you can consider yourself in the Super Bowl running. I, I think well, what what with a with a Super Bowl roster around them too, or just in the uh, current situation? With, with, a, with a Super Bowl quality roster around them. I think honestly, I'd put a good handful of quarterbacks in that category. If you give him the right situation, I put a good handful of quarterbacks out there. I'm just looking at my list, and the the reason I, my immediate thought was that the list is probably short. But then I was looking at if I have Matthew Stafford at nine, he just did that. Yeah, you know, he, I, I 100% Stafford. I think I throw in Goff. I would say the I would say that the list is probably nine deep. I would cut it off at Kirk. I'd probably cut it off at Kirk 
and then say Kirk, Dak, Tua, Goff. Uh, I'm not super confident in them winning a Super Bowl. I think Dak. I think, I think they can. I think they can. But I am, and I'm not even sure if I. I don't even know if I put Lamar Jackson really in. Here's I, here's Lamar's the only awesome, thing I'd say. I, I don't know if I believe him as a, winning yeah. a Super Bowl in his career. Here's the only thing I'd say is you guys want to be permissive, and that's fine. But what I think is we saw this Eagles roster, right? They had how many All-Pros? It felt like they had an All-Pro at every single position. Wide receiver, cornerback, defensive tackle, defensive end, offensive line. And that wasn't enough to win the Super Bowl of Jalen Hurts. Now, I get that it was a close game, and they could have. But if you get a quarterback who's much worse than Jalen Hurts in there, how are they beating the Chiefs? How are they beating the Bills? How are they beating this Eagles team next year? I really feel like with these guys, the ceiling has gone up and it's very hard for going to be very hard for these quarterbacks outside, maybe the top six to break in. Yeah, it, it, it might be that but, same thing with my top six. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is seven and can he win the Super Bowl next season? Well, here's the thing though. Maybe, the Eagles, know. the Eagles could have won the Super Bowl. And I think if you put most quarterbacks in Jalen Hurts' situation, they're also good enough to do so. Mm. And that was the question. Like if they could, I think a good handful could. I'm not saying would, but I think could. Yeah, I think I cut it off at, at Stafford at nine for me. And, and then Kirk is probably the first one where a lot of things would have to go right. Kirk is a like, great quarterback. Like a, but Mike White never wins the Super Bowl, ever. With who that freaking guy is, his team is. No, Mike, Mike White's but, not going to win. I, don't think, I, I really don't think at this point Derek Carr is going to win. Not Garoppolo, these guys, like, very good. Like, they can get, like they Sam can, Donald. They can make runs. Sam Donald, no. Marcus Mariota, no. Yeah. Uh, Andy Dalton, no. All right, so Ziggy has a very short list. You go a little bit deeper. I go I'm deeper, kind of in the yeah. Middle. Okay. I, Let's see who wins next year. Then we'll know. <laughs> yeah, that'll answer all our questions based on next season. Um, but, yeah, I, I do think that, uh, man, Lamar Jackson's a tough one for me. I, I don't know where I come down on I think you surround Lamar with, like, if you put Lamar in the Philadelphia Eagles, 1,000% win the Super Bowl. If he stays healthy. Yeah, oh, yeah. If he stays well, healthy. He's, he's like Jalen. If he stays yeah, healthy. He's like Jalen. Um, okay, why don't we uh, why don't we wrap up with this? Just one more quick thing. We'll, we'll be a couple minutes here. The uh, Super Bowl betting odds for next season came out. We by the way, the Hammers five and one. They have, uh, Providence won. up by Providence eight, fifteen won. seconds double OT. Excellent, excellent. Never a doubt. Five and one. Uh, the Super Bowl odds came out for next season, and real quick, I just want to mention uh, a couple. We were going to say like a team that we like and a team that we don't like based on their odds. Um, the Chiefs came in at the favorite at plus six hundred. They're followed up by the Bills, Eagles. Bengals and 49ers. That's your top five. I um I'm not a big fan of the Ravens. They're the eighth uh, most likely odds to win at plus sixteen hundred. I, I just the whole situation there with the Lamar contract. Even if he gets it, uh, I'm not a big fan of them at plus sixteen hundred. Uh, and then Denver. I actually don't mind the Broncos. I think they're sitting at sixteen. If Sean Payton comes in at plus thirty five hundred, I would not bet it. Now let me get this straight. I would not bet it. But when you're looking at the odds of who uh, who from the you know sixteen to thirty two has a good shot, um, I mean Denver could have a big turnaround next season if everything goes right. Yeah, look. At, I mean, yeah, of course. But you also have to look at uh, and this is all baked into the odds. You got to look at the divisions they play into. Like I you know Sean Payton's great. So much talent yeah, in Denver to have problem, like two man. to have two. You know underwhelming bad years in a row now with with the talent with Sean Payton the coach who's won a Super Bowl before they'll be a lot better no doubt but if they make the playoffs they're going on the road yeah. they're not beating out Kansas City mm-hmm. LA is tough so I'd rule them out based on who they're playing against all year Ziggy you have, you have a very focused look on right now it seems like something's going on up there 
you know, I hate to say this, but honestly, I think the Chiefs plus 600 might be the bet here. Now, this sounds absolutely insane, but here, think about like this. Think about this. Do you think the Chiefs have a better than one in six chance to win the Super Bowl? Probably. Honestly, you got Patrick Mahomes. You know they're going to have a top offense. The defense will be fine. I just I haven't seen evidence really that any other team is more likely than them to win the Super Bowl. And you're telling me like 15% chance the Chiefs win. I mean, I, I you could talk me into locking myself into that. Now, obviously, everybody knows what the worst odds are, right? It's the Cowboys plus 1500. I, I, yeah, like I'm not, is... not a big fan of that. They're the six six best odds. Hey, you know, can I mention one thing, Ziggy? Uh, I glanced over and I, I totally forgot to mention them. Uh, the two teams. The Lions come in at plus 2,500. That's the 10th best odds. And right behind them are the Jets at 11. Also plus, so tied, plus 2,500. How crazy is that, that you're looking at the Super Bowl odds right now and the Detroit Lions and the New York Jets are 10 and 11? I mean, the Lions, to me... They're in two to the, end the, the year, right? Yeah, they were. Yeah. Like the Steelers. Don't forget. Uh, the Lions, to me, just need pieces on that defense to win a Super mm-hmm. Bowl. I think 2,500, that's a little too much respect. In terms of winning, like, for, keep in mind, making the playoffs, having a good season is different than winning the Super Bowl. The Lions are not a team that win the Super Bowl. I don't think they win the Super Bowl either. Uh, I'll say the one thing about the – so the Jets is just building in Aaron Rodgers. Well, that's the Aaron Rodgers effect, yeah, for yeah. sure. But yes. the thing about the Lions is, is people sometimes forget this. They already have a quarterback with Super Bowl experience, and that means something, right? Like whatever you want to say about McVay carrying Goff or whatever, this is a guy who knows what it takes to win at the highest level, who's got some credibility after this streak. I think this is a, That's the kind of bet that I place – Hope they make it to like the divisional round or the NFC Championship, and then hedge the shit out of it. The, the That's Lions, the kind of bet I'm looking. It's going to be a frustrating offseason for as an NFC North fan because the Lions are like just like this year. The Lions are going to get a ton of hype coming in. I know that they ended the season well, but we can't disregard they they sucked at the beginning of the year. They're the Detroit Lions, so uh, yeah, they remind 10, me of the uh, the Cleveland Browns. It's it's just like I see them there at ten and. They have a really talented roster around them, but I, I'm just uh, until I see them in a playoff game first. Just you got to remember, Rivera ten. That's one way of putting it. The other way to put it is four percent. Yeah, but still, I mean, tenth out of thirty two is not bad. I, I like I, if the Jets get Rodgers. Man, I mean, they're, no, they're going to be a good. team. The Jets are like the they're just never going to win. So, where, oh, where, yeah, where yeah. are the uh, where are the Steelers? The, Steel, Wait, Steelers, the, come the Steelers are plus five thousand. I, yeah. I think that's a good bet. Well, of course you do. No, I, actually, I seriously do. I mean, this, te- this team should have made the playoffs, came into the final week of the season, and was without Watt for six weeks. And Mitch, I, Jack, Mitch, Jack. Mitch started just, the first just, four weeks of the season. Just imagine the Steelers going in to Kansas City, Buffalo, or Cincinnati next season. Let me be clear. Well, not. If, not. I would love that bet if Matt Canada weren't returning. <laughs> I mean, this team, mark my words, with Watt healthy all last year has 12 wins. Do you truly win? believe that Matt Canada can coach an NFL winning offense, a Super Bowl winning offense? Do you really believe this? Yes. No, you hate Matt Canada. All right, cut, cut the show, <laughs> no, no. Paul. We're done. We're done. No, no, no. We're I done. think our defense with Watt is going to win a Super Bowl. When was the last time a defense won a Super Bowl? The Broncos with Peyton Manning? Our offense is capable enough. Defense? Pickett's good weapons are fine. Uh, Broncos of Peyton Manning is, the, I think, the last time a defense won a Super Bowl. How, how, you could, how good are you saying the Tampa Bay defense was a couple of years ago? But Tom Brady played very Brady well. Brady was great. 
Yeah. You know, you can look at the Rams Patriots maybe, but they still needed Tom Brady to overcome a very strong defense. Mm -hmm. It really was, I think like the last time a defense dominated well enough to say throughout the playoffs, right? Not just one game throughout the playoffs. They won a Super Bowl. Peyton in Denver. It's an offense driven league. All four coaches in the championship games this year were offensive coaches. All four of the quarterbacks were guys who make our list of top four quarterbacks in the league. Except Jalen Hurts, who's oh, like Jaylen number was, six. Yes, yeah, I mean, picking off a monster sophomore season. <laughs> Pickens, 1,400 yards. I, I think the Steelers are... And Waddle play all year. Plus 5K. That's going to win 12 games. All right, Jack. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I um, Let's see. Chiefs, Bills, Bengals... Like what's Chargers, Minnesota's odds? I'd take us over you. We're 18. Yeah, oh, I'd dude. take us over oh. you over us. No, I, I would I would take the Vikings. I hate both, the, I hate both these teams. I would not. Look, look the Vikings are sure to regress, but I would take them over the Steelers. No. The, the NFC is just an either, easier path than the NFC. Like the Vikings, the Vikings can true. absolutely win the division next year. The Steelers will not yeah. win the NFC North. The, the Steelers never probably know. have to play. We the can go Steelers four and two play. in the North. We seriously could. The, we can split with Baltimore, split with NC, sweep Cleveland. To, uh, yeah, but the Bengals can do the same, and then we'll just have a better record than you. Look, it's to to win the AFC, you probably have to beat two top five quarterbacks in the league, right? It's either going to be Allen Mahomes or Burrow Mahomes or Bruin or whatever. Or Herbert's in there too. Yeah, it's you might have to beat three top five quarterbacks to make it out of the AFC if you're a wild card. Nah, Louis, just you reach the championship and you have a plus five thousand ticket. I'm drooling. <laughs> You need Kenny Pickett to become a top ten quarterback in the league. I think sure. he could. It, it, look, if, if Pickett becomes a top ten quarterback in the league, the Steelers are, are absurdly dangerous with that defense too. Uh, all right, that's where we'll wrap up this show. Uh, hopefully, we're gonna. So this show will be coming out Wednesday. We're not gonna do another show till next week. Hopefully, uh, we're gonna start planning ahead for uh, the rest of the off season and uh, what we could be expecting to do here. I think we're gonna get some co- more college basketball a little bit. Uh, some guests. Some guests. We're hoping right. to get some guests and may- maybe even callers. We're we're thinking about trying to get some callers. So a lot of big things coming up. Um, Ziggy, did you have a closing remark there? All I was gonna say is that we gotta start talking basketball because yes. UVA yes. winning the national championship very soon. I'm gonna beat the Notre Dame game this weekend, repping my Notre Dame gear. Gonna watch us lose by probably like ten. Because that's how UVA. That's how UVA wins works. games. We'll be like, well, I don't know. Notre Dame. Well, actually, Notre Dame's pretty good at losing close games too. The Notre Dame's bad. Notre Dame's bad, but they lose a lot of games by like four points. My Pitt Panthers back in the tournament again this year. Yeah. I'm amped. Well, yes, it's an exciting time for college basketball. We're kind of nerdy. The old are out. We're nerdy too because NFL. You you have your audience. That's why this is an NFL show. Is we're we're all big football fans, but and you have the audience too. College basketball is where we kind of geek out a little bit, though. There's the nothing like March, Paul. Well, March Madness, we're going to have Oh, it's the best sporting event of the year. Jack and I are going to be taking a red eye in from, uh, well, I guess not a red Oh, yeah, kind of. I mean, a little bit of a red eye. Not, not the not a pure red definition. Eye. Not but, a red eye. But we're going to be taking a very early flight home from Florida right after su- Selection Sunday to to be doing a podcast. A no, full absolutely. breakdown. Absolutely. I remember when I was a kid, we lived like right near Dayton. My mom would take me to like the Dayton, Ohio first four games. I'd put like a popcorn bucket on my hat that, or on my head as a hat. Thought I was really cool. Oh, you know, we actually have. Um, da, 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 so our winner last year of uh, of the show's bracket was Tom Caffrey. His shirt finally got in. There was a bunch of issues with the shipping. So hopefully we could get a post of Tom oh, in yes. his uh, Paul Farrington show shirt. He said he said it fits great. He Perfect. Loves it. Perfect. So uh, we'll we'll be having another bracket uh, again. 
we're, what, we're a month away from the best sporting event of the year. The best, the best time of the year. Yeah, incredible. All right, that'll wrap it up. We will see you next week. Uh, Ziggy, Jack, thanks for joining. We'll have Andrew back. This has been the Paul Farrington Show. Please like, comment, subscribe, and we will see you next week.